Hey podcast people, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. I hope you're having a fantastic Thursday night or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you are listening to this podcast episode. It's pretty late at night right now. It's 1.08 in the morning. I plan to make this a 10-minute podcast episode, so it might be a little bit shorter. And today I would like to talk about a an insight that hit me, that occurred to me tonight when it comes to how when it comes to how I personally learn foreign languages. And the insight that occurred to me is that when I learn foreign languages, I put myself in lots of different scenarios where I have to demonstrate my level. And I have to, for lack of a better term at the moment, I have to actually perform. I have to perform in some way, shape, or form. I don't necessarily mean perform in the traditional sense of the word. I don't mean perform as in perform on stage or perform as in act. I mean perform as in I have to actually use my language to accomplish something. I have to use my language skills to accomplish something where I'm actually being judged in a way. Or there's a there's going to be a positive or negative result. One of the two, depending on my performance, there will be a positive or negative result of my of my actions. Meaning, depending on how I use my language, either something really positive will happen or maybe something negative will happen. And I put myself in lots of those kinds of scenarios. For example, I like to take classes. In classes, I get written assignments. So I have to actually put my best foot forward and write something about whatever the writing assignment topic was. And if I do a really good job writing, I get a good mark. If I do a bad job writing, I get a bad mark. So I do my best on those, on those assignments. I have to do tests and quizzes where I'm graded. I have to do oral presentations where I stand up in front of a class and present on a given topic. And I do my absolute best to present in those in those environments. And I try to use as much of the target language as I can and do the, give the best presentation I absolutely can. I travel abroad where I have to communicate with locals. I have to go in restaurants. I have to order my food. I have to read the menus. If I'm unsuccessful in reading the menu, I'm not going to get the food that I want. Or if I'm unsuccessful in communicating with a local shopkeeper, we're going to have an awkward situation where maybe I'm unable to purchase the things that I would like to be able to purchase, right? Or another example, <clears throat> I do language exchanges where I talk to real people where if I say something wrong, they're not, they're maybe not going to understand. More recently in Mandarin and even Gujarati, I, well, Mandarin actually not that recently, but Gujarati pretty recently, I, I offer drop free drop-in classes. Well, one of the reasons I did that is because I was nervous and I realized that if I put myself in a position where I have to teach the language, that puts real pressure on my shoulders. I have to now perform. I have to do my best and perform. I put myself in scenarios as frequently as I can where I have to where the, how do I say this, where I, how do I say this, it's kind of difficult to say, where there is a direct consequence, sometimes a positive consequence, sometimes a negative consequence, but regardless, there is a direct consequence to my actions. Sometimes it's something positive because I did a really good job, and sometimes it's really negative because I didn't do a very good job. But nevertheless, there is some kind of consequence to 
how well or how not well I communicate in the target language. And that gives me a real driver, a real motivation to learn. And I think a lot of people that are listening to this podcast have to consider that because many language learners, what they do is they learn in such a way where there is very minimal pressure on their shoulders. There is minimal, um, there are very few consequences or very few, uh, consequences is not quite the right word. I think the right word, if I were to think about it, is results. There's very few results from your study. There's, there's nothing that happens as a result of your studying, nothing positive or negative. You sit down, you study your notes. Well, if you, did, if you did a great job studying your notes, well, nothing really happens, does it? You go on with the rest of your day. There's no positive feedback loop, and there's no negative feedback loop. If you sit down and use an application, I suppose there could be a positive or negative feedback loop, but it's artificial. It's something that's gamified and designed by another person, which, by the way, is not necessarily bad but it's not nearly as powerful as some of the previous examples I gave. Giving a class presentation, getting graded on your work, um, traveling abroad and trying to communicate with locals, etc. Things of that nature. There's much more pressure in those environments. And I find that it's kind of like gambling in a way, except, well, not really. I guess it is kind of like gambling, where the bigger the risk you take, the more reward you may win as well. So the more you put yourself in a situation where the positive or negative, depending on what it is, where the feedback loop you get is as deep, meaningful, and realistic as possible. The deeper, more meaningful, and more realistic that feedback loop is, the more beneficial it's going to be for you as the language learner. Does that make sense? So I think that's something I encourage everybody to think about. Now, as I'm talking about this, I understand 100% that the vast majority of people listening to this podcast are not going to listen to this piece of advice because it's incredibly hard. It's incredibly difficult to do so. It's scary, to be honest. It's scary because you don't want to fail. You don't want to look bad. You don't want to get the, the bad mark. You don't want to put yourself in that scenario, which I perfectly understand. And to be honest, I don't necessarily think everybody has to immediately put themselves in that kind of situation because that's setting yourself up for failure. But what I do think you need to do is you have to look at how are you learning languages now? And you have to ask yourself, what can you do to make the feedback loop a little bit more meaningful, realistic? I say meaningful and realistic, right? Meaningful, realistic, and, and, and deep. What can you do to make it a little bit more meaningful, realistic, and deep? What can you do? What can you do to make it 5% deeper, 5% more meaningful? It doesn't have to be that you, you sign up for... It doesn't have to be someone like me who decides they're going to start teaching the language to people and, and put myself in that very scary position when I'm not really in a... I, I, I still have a lot to left to learn in the language. When I first started doing for Mandarin, like I was not super fluent. And I was very honest about it. I didn't charge anybody money. I did it for free. I was very open why I was doing it. I was super open. I understand that's not going to be everyone's pathway. But maybe your pathway is going to be, okay, I need to sign up for a drop-in group class because that's going to be more realistic for me and going to be a little bit more challenging, a little bit more scary. Provide a feedback loop that is a bit more realistic, right, with real people. Maybe that's something you can do. That's a small step you can take. I think that's something 
that everybody has to at least, at a bare minimum, think about. And as I said before, I understand it's very scary to do so. I, that makes perfect sense to me. I get it. So my hope today is one of two things. A, someone's by coincidence, someone by coincidence listened to another one of my podcast episodes or another piece of content, and they're already almost convinced that they've almost convinced, convinced themselves that they have to take a step forward, a bigger step forward than what they've been previously doing. And this podcast is the tipping point that allows them to go, you know what? Yes, today's the day. Or the second thing I'm looking for, hoping for is that this is a starting point, that I'm able to plant a seed in someone's mind where I plant a seed. And even though you don't do something today, hopefully you keep listening to these podcasts and you listen to other people's content and watch other people's videos and read other people's blogs and read other books. And eventually, this was just one piece of the puzzle along the way that takes you to that tipping point to make a decision to, to learn, take steps to learn a language that are more realistic that bring more re that bring more real world feedback into your language learning process and not artificial feedback through applications or heck maybe even no feedback because you just study at home right you want to get some real world um real world you want to bring the real world into your language learning i think that can be very beneficial so anyway it's now 118 i would like to do 30 minutes of studying before i go to sleep and so I think I have to wrap this podcast up. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your attention. Last thing before I let you go, there's two ways you can support you can support me and what I do. The first way is to leave a donation by visiting azrenthelanguagenerd.com slash donate. That is spelled A-Z or Z-R-E-N, thelanguagenerd.com slash donate. The second way you can support the podcast is by using one of my business's services. We have three primary services. One is a guided self-study program for language learners. It's pretty affordable. It's the cheapest program that we offer. The second would be standard private classes, where, where private or small group classes, where you have where you take a single class a week, one one class a week, maybe two classes a week. And the third service we offer is intensive lessons, where you're taking anywhere from anywhere from three to twenty hours of class every single week, and you rapidly progress in a language in a very condensed period of time. So those are two different ways you can support the business, support what I do here, leave a donation, or of course, take classes with my business and explore some of the paid services that we offer. Both of those can be done on my website, azrenthelanguagenerd.com, A-Z or Z-R-E-N, thelanguagenerd.com. Have a great rest of the night, and we will talk very soon. Bye for now. See you.